Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where we encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area and help men and women get control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality exist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here's your hosts, John, Ed, and Blaine. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and help men and women. Hey folks, I'm so glad that you're with us tonight. Um, It's going to be a great topic. It's about uh, the topic for tonight. It's going to be making excuses. Everybody has one, but um, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great topic. Um, Hey Ed, Blaine, I'm glad that you're with us. Glad to be here, as always. Glad good. to be here. Good to see you guys. Good. What do you think about the topic tonight? I think it's going to be a good one, don't you? I don't know. Can I make an excuse? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Good one, yeah. Well, you know, it's something that it's um, that it's a part of our nature. I want to say at times, um, if you're from the, you know, from our point of view. There's um, everybody has used one one time or another. So, um, you know, it's it's part of what it is. So, hey, we um, got praise report for um, last week um, um, over with the homeless. Anybody want to start off? Yeah, go ahead, Blaine. Well, I I didn't make it this week. So that's right. um, But I can say a quick uh, jot as as we meet many folks out there and we see changed lives. It has kept us motivated. Mm-hmm. God has kept us motivated. His spirit has kept us motivated to keep going out there year after year. And I know we're, we've gone through seven years now. Um, God's making a difference, and he's winning souls. And uh, that's we're called to love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love our neighbors, ourselves. And he's called us to uh, be out there with those folks. Yeah. Yes. We did, uh, we did get one girl off the street who had some eye surgery. Oh, yes, right. Uh, it wasn't the lens. I think she said it was the cornea they replaced. Uh-huh. And the uh, doctor didn't want her on the street because of the dirt and stuff, so we got her into a hotel. So uh, she was able to recover from her surgery. You know, and that and that's what it's about. It's about out there helping them. It's giving them hope. And, you know, it's. Um, I thank every day for Jesus. He's my hope. He, he is my hope, and, and that's what keeps me going. But... Um, a lot of these people just don't have that hope, and we want to give them that hope. We want them to see who their Lord is. We want to give them, you know, where they can have that. You, you can look in their eyes and you can just tell that they are just, um, it's just an everyday thing for them, you know, yeah. of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it, was a, it was a good Saturday. We, uh, we got some prayer in, and uh, there wasn't a big crowd, though. Uh, they, they've kind you of know, cut down the last couple of weeks. It's you know, it's a little combination. Of everything um, they uh, give out hotel vouchers and to and, and so some get in there and it's due uh, due to the heat, yeah. the severeness of the heat. So they get them into places. Um, so, um, but you know, it's 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 funny. One day you think, um, one time you go out, you think that there's not going to be very many people, and it's just swamped. Yeah. And then there's other times you think it's going to be swamped, and there's um, a few. And and that's the thing about it. Um, and and it's easy to me to make excuse. Well, you know what? There's not that many people, so what good is it to do out there? You know. And, and 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 the whole thing about it is if if we can just get one person to get to know the Lord, everything has been well worth it, Ed. 
Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. know, Blake? so, I, so, okay, well, you know what, um, we'll go ahead and just go into our opening our topic tonight again is um, making excuses. I'm going to open up the show with uh, Romans one twenty, and it says here, it says for ever since the world was created, people has seen the earth and the sky, though everything has, oh, the, excuse me, through everything God made, they can clearly see all his in, um, invisible qualities and his visible qualities, his eternal powers, and his divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. And then I wrote down this. We really have no valid uh, excuses for not believing in God, obeying him, or receiving his forgiveness. There is plenty of evidence for God in, um, of God in his creation and in the scriptures to point us to the right direction. And, and, and you know, and I look back in the Bible here, and I, I can I can go through just five top ones real quick. And I can remember Adam using a typical bad excuse for sin. Mm-hmm. And we know what that was, is was when he told God, well, you're the one that gave me the woman. And so, you know, and then you got Sarah blaming Adam for her excuse of himself, uh, herself, excuse me. And then, you know, Moses claimed that he had uh, lacked the skills to go and serve God, right? Mm-hmm. And so it just goes on and on. And these are, you know, big um, characters in the Bible. They're mm-hmm. very good witnesses for Christ. Aaron gave a lame uh, excuse for making an idol, and and Gideon claimed he wasn't worthy of God's calling. Hmm. So I mean, and it just goes on. How about Saul? Saul tried to justify his sins with bad excuses, and that was in Samuel's uh, fifteen fifteen. And then I wrote down here, it says, the Bible contains many examples of people making excuses for their actions or inactions, such as, remember, buying a field. I can't come to the banquet because I just bought a field and I got to go look. Hey, how about being tempted by evil or divorcing a spouse? The Bible also shows how God responds to these excuses, such as a, que- uh, such as a question he asked Adam and Eve after, remember, they ate the forbidden fruit. And then it goes on about how they made excuses when Joseph's palace, how they found with their gold in their, you remember, in their sack, the cup. So I wrote down here, God has many ways to overcome our excuses and our weakness. A person who is aware of his own, um, in, in his own inadequacy, uh, excuse me, in his own inadequacy is usually a person most dependent on God. That's mm-hmm. for me. My inadequacy has caused me to rely upon God. His strength has made me perfect in my weakness, and his glory is manifested through my faults. Faults. So, if you, you know, if we look at it the right way, and um, and and let God, when trials come, and when God puts you on that thing, that stands, say, hey, I want you to go and talk to that person. You feel in the Holy Spirit telling you, and you're thinking, and I'm good at that, is saying, hey, God, is this really you or is this me? So I'm already starting to come up with an excuse. Well, I don't want to go do that because of what I, I it's, it, it's um, me just trying to get out of something. But when you go and you obey God and you don't make excuses and you just tr- trust him and you go and do it, God, the rewards that you get back is is yeah. unbelievable you know and and i can't tell you about the convictions i got 
for not going and banging it too okay i can tell you about that how bad and horrible it hurt my heart and how i felt um and the opportunities that we missed those are the things that are there so i'm gonna hold there i got some others that i can talk about but ed i'm gonna switch it over to you and we're gonna see what what kind yeah, of excuse we- you're gonna make no i was gonna i was gonna agree with you you know one thing that you were talking about though is uh having a relationship christ is an experience and it's it's a continual growth thing what you're talking about sometimes is when you're not sure whether it's you or god Mm -hmm. that's a growth thing you learn after a while that you know god's voice and and that question stops coming up when god says I, I'll give you an example. The man that uh, a couple of weeks ago that wanted to kill somebody. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, yeah. and uh, I know you had said something to me about, should should I go talk to the guy? or? Well, we went over there. You talked to him found out he needed prayer. And, and I, I think you took care of the problem. He was much quieter and calmer when we left. But when you experience that over a period of time, pretty soon it's when – Hey, you need to talk to that guy. You just go talk to him. It's kind of a normal response. So hang but, in. Yes, you, you know what? That, that's that might uh, okay. I understand that, and it's, and it's a your walk with God, and it's over a time that God develops you. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's not like he that one wasn't too bad for me because I knew God calling, and I knew I had to go over and talk to him. That's why I went over. But the thing about it is. It's when he tells me to go up and we're eating in a restaurant to go talk to somebody when they're sitting there eating. You've done now that, that be- yeah, I done, done that. that before. Yes, too. I have, but you know, and that is a tough one. And I, and I can make a great excuse at that time, which I did because I had an inner war within myself, if that makes sense to you people out there. But um, and I was, um, and I said, well, what what happens if I just go up there and they say I don't have nothing, that you, and then I, I feel like um, egg on my face. But you know what? God doesn't do that, um, and, 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 and the thing about it is there's a reasoning and a purpose why, and each time that I obeyed it, I, I, I rejoiced because mm-hmm. of the circumstances that they told me. Um, I had a, a guy who was sitting there, and first time he got to see his brother for a long time, That was a, and God said, you need to go talk to him, and we were over there eating at Denny's. And I thought, man, what am I going to say? You know, guys, like you need to go talk to him. So I went over there. He had stage four cancer, mm-hmm. and he his time was up, right. and he knew it. And um, and I talked to him and stuff, and reassured, you know, God loves him and stuff like that. Those are the opportunity, folks. That I don't, you know, we can all make excuses, and this is what this uh, topic is. It could be over a lot of different other things in your life, and that's what's the thing about good, good with God, with great with God, is that maybe this is talking to somebody out there. You're not the only one. I, uh, I'll admit it to mine, and through my falls of my, you know, my failures and stuff, and also my um, through what the things what I have done. I don't want to hear that, you know, the opportunities to miss. I don't want to miss those opportunities. And, Ed, you had something that happened that time before you, too, when you were standing in line with a lady. Remember, you buy the milk or something like that, or at the grocery store? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the whole story but, about that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah and you I, missed I the opportunity. That, uh, yeah. I have that, though. That's why I was saying if you just keep working with it, pretty soon it gets to be a re- natural response. That's right. right. But, but, uh, yeah, but what I was going to say is that, 
it's all a learning experience, and so it's a growing yeah. experience. Yes, it's right. growing yeah. experience is a better yeah. term. Uh, let me, getting into what I was going to talk about, I'm going to be over in Luke chapter 14, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I look at these excuses under two categories. Mm-hmm. One category I call reason, and reason is when you don't have any control over the situation. You ask somebody to go to, go to church with you on Sunday, and they say, well, I work days on Sunday. I can't go. That's a reason, and it's out of their control. Mm. But the the guy standing next to him, you turn around and you say to him, would you like to go to church on Sunday? And he goes, no, I work on Sundays too. Mm. And you wait a minute, though. You don't go to work till 4 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> so <laughs> church is at 10, so that's an excuse. And to mm. me, that's the difference between an excuse and a, and a reason. And so we're talking about talking about excuses here well i'm going to use one that you you mentioned that comes out of luke verse uh, chapter 14 verse 16 through uh through well i go to 24 but i'm not going to read that far it says uh, jesus replied with this story a man prepared a great feast and sent out many invitations when the banquet was ready he sent his servants to tell the guests come the banquet is ready but they all began making excuses. One said, I have just bought a field and must inspect it. Please excuse me. Now, I don't know of anybody that goes down and buys a field without, without inspecting it. Yes, yes. So you know that's, right. that's already done. And here's the second reason, and you'll find this pretty much the same on all of these, is that why couldn't he wait till tomorrow? <laughs> There's nothing pressing that has to be done today. So it's an excuse. There's no reason for him not going to the banquet. And the second one is, um, there's another said, I have just bought five pair of oxen and I want to try them out. Please excuse me. Well, most banquets were in the evening. So what's he doing out at night driving oxen around across <laughs> his fields, you know? There's no reason for that. And that just like the man with the field, surely he knew what he was buying before he bought it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, again, an excuse. And the third one's the one I... I well, let me get into the third one. Another said, I just got married. I can't come. Now, I don't know what that has to do with not coming to a banquet. <laughs> Invite your wife. I'm sure this guy would let her come. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so these are excuses that just have no no reason for not doing what you were asked to do. And we come up with so many of those. And I, I've got a list. I don't want to take a lot of time. But I, I've got a list, just some of them. Um, some of the excuses for not going to church. Uh, I go to brunch on Sundays. We'll go to brunch after church. <laughs> no, that's not an excuse. Church is full of hypocrites. Well, nine times out of ten, the guy that's saying is the hypocrite. You know, so <laughs> so as you as you go through this whole list, I'm against organized religion. Well, if you go to a church, it's organized. You know, it's just no excuse. No excuse what they're what they're talking about. The only one I guess saw in here that I thought maybe is an excuse is, is I don't believe in God. And I know people don't go to church. You've got to convince them that there's a God and he needs to know God before they'll go to church, usually. Right. So that one, all it says is he's not going to church, so you need to work on him and uh, get him prepared to go to church. So there's a lot of excuses people use, and we hear them all the time. Yeah. That... Uh, uh, of, of why they can't go to church. And you can counter in the, any one of these. I always like the one, uh, and uh, you'll like this one too. 
I feel like I need to get right with God before I can come to church. And my question is always, yes. how are you doing so far? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. If that's true, you're going to do that. Why are you still working on it? You yeah. You, so so you, got, you got to go to God to change. You, you know, and, and then we say that out there at, uh, at the, the outreach, out there with the homeless outreach. Mm-hmm. You don't have to clean yourself up to come to God. God takes you who you are. And there's an old one that Blaine used to say, he says, I'm nothing but a dirt clod. Yeah. He's absolutely right. We're formed from the dust of the ground, and he breathed into our nostrils the breath, uh, the breath of life. <laughs> so right. we all are all dirty and everything. So, and that's you know, and that's what it is. Yes, Ed. Yeah. yeah and and the last one I want to talk about is uh, churches just want my money, and I always say, do you really think your tithing is going to change anything in the church? Are they waiting just for you to tithe? Yeah. I mean, maybe if you're a millionaire or something, it might make a difference. But for what most of us tithe it's not going to make a change in the dirt so why are they why are they trying to get your money especially your money yeah and then you have to explain to them god says you got to pay for the lights for the church you got to pay for the air conditioning in the summer or in the summer and the heat in the winter somebody's got to pay for that yeah you got to pay for the pastor so he's available when you call and want to talk he's available so that's where they get the money. You're getting it all back in mis- in missions and in uh, in services. So people just don't just don't seem to think about what they get for their tithe. Yeah, you know what I love about tithe. It, it's the only word in the Bible that God says, "Test me." And you know, and 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 when people start to tithe, you should hear the testimony of what God has done in their life. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do. That, that is so true. And those are excuses that I do hear. Blaine, man, um, what, what do you got over there as an excuse? I've been pretty quiet over here, you guys. <laughs> but no excuses for that. No excuses. There you go. Um, you know, I, I, we all have – the Holy Spirit puts so many things on our hearts, and we have different takes. I, I originally wanted to make um, – I, I was going to read out a Genesis that mentions of how God created the birds, the, 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 the mammals in the water, the animals, the – trees that produce fruit um uh, even at mankind he, he said let us create man in our image um we have no excuse that there is a god Amen. there is god god created and he sent his son um and so we don't have any excuses there you know it, it it's been mind-boggling man lately i've been watching the birds and it's like wow each bird is according to its kind a male and a female you know each animal each rabbit i mean the, the hawks, the, everything in the sea and, and us. And it's like, you know, we're without excuse that there is God and that he created. And then as we talked about before about the fulfillment of prophecy of his son through all those thousands of years. But um, I guess I went there anyway. No excuse. <laughs> um, but you guys, um, God is good. He loves us. But um, I, I want to read a, a portion of scripture here that gives us no excuse and you guys listening to you we've talked about fellowship we talked about church we've talked about sharing there's no excuse not to go share with that person or pray for that person we got to get outside of ourselves people please listen to those words i'm going to use an example that the bible gave us through a man named saul who they changed to paul and here's his story here's one little blurb and it's found in chapter 14 verse 19 
And uh, it says, Then the Jews from Antioch and Iconium came there, and having persuaded the multitudes, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. However, when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and went into the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derbe. And listen to what just what he did. Here it is, verse 21. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and made disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. Listen to this, verse 22. Strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith, and saying, we must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. Folks, we don't have an excuse. Paul was stoned to death. I mean, if it was me, you guys, if it were you, I'd I'd want to sit by a pool, maybe the Sea of Galilee. I would want to just kick back and let everything heal. It says that he went into the cities, they made disciples, they were strengthening the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. They went and encouraged those around them. So, you know, whatever your excuse is or whatever my excuse is, because we're not above anything, mm-hmm. we don't have an excuse. If God has called us to walk with him and to follow him and, and just say, here I am, Lord, if we've decided to choose Jesus as our Lord and Savior, if he calls us to a certain church, if he calls us to serve, let's do it. If he's called us to share with our neighbors, let's just go and share with the neighbors. And what we have found, we are growing, man. I mean, we have been, we have been walking with Jesus for a long time. But through the experiences, even through this park ministry of the people that we see, they're not all the same. Yeah. They're different. There there's some that they don't want nothing to do with Jesus, and there's some that come crying into our group going, I need Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so folks do not get discouraged. No excuse for us not to go and share our faith, share the love, serve our Lord, and what like what John said earlier, the joy and the just being it's such a high watching mm-hmm. God do a work and saving souls and healing people. There's nothing greater on planet Earth. So let's, let's, let's just ask, seek and knock. Let's ask our Lord to um, strengthen us, mm-hmm. to guide us. Um, Ed, you gave me a list of why people don't make it, say, even to church or fellowship. We might get into that in a minute if we have time. But um, the encouragement is, folks, we, we have no excuse. You know, we, our Lord Jesus Christ paid a very big penalty. Um, his, his blood paid for our sin, past, present, and future. And what a joy that we get to serve him. No excuses. I love it. Amen, man. That was perfect, Lane. I, I, you know, when we hear excuses, you know, when you heard someone come up and they'll give you an excuse, what do you feel? I mean, when you sometimes you think, man, couldn't you say something a little better than that? You know, you just sometimes you know when is there's an excuse when someone's making an excuse. I relate it to God. I wonder what God thinks about when we come to Him and we make those excuses. It's just like um, I'd rather have you just come up and tell me I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, there again, it it, it makes us um, it, it 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 makes you grow. That's what I'm thinking, Ed. That's like we were saying about mm-hmm. the growth. I'm going to let you guys shoot it over to you and let you get your last words in because, guys, man, time goes just goes by so yeah. quick here. Well, I, but, I yeah. got some, I got some words I want to talk about, and and you know we everything we do is off donations. You, the people out there, are the ones that help us put people into these rooms. Mm-hmm. We put this woman up because she had eye surgery and. It just wasn't a good idea to be out on the street where the dirt is. She needed to be somewhere where she could stay clean and keep the eye clear. 
cost us $100 to put her in the room. If you'd like to donate $100 to help keep her in that room or help to put her in that room, we would really appreciate it because all of our work is dependent upon you. Uh, you hear what we do. We try to keep you informed of what's going on weekly. The, the people we get the opportunity to help, the people who come to Christ. And, you know, all of that takes money. Mm-hmm. And we don't take any government money. We don't take any wages. So whatever you give to us, we'll go into uh, into getting these people off the street and helping them in whatever situation they're in. So if you'd like to give, just go to uh, cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org, and and, uh, and there you can you can give gifts to help in in these things. If you need a call or you want some prayer, my number is six one nine two five two zero zero six zero. And again, I. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to be out of town for the next week, so don't call me next week. Yes, give him a call. You know, um, no, and you can also, I was going to fill that in too, Ed. You can also, like you said, give Ed a call. If you don't want to do a PayPal or something like that, I get it. Um, you can send checks to donation, and Amen. Ed can give you the address to that too when you give him a call um, in that. so, And you know what? You're being a part of the ministry too. When you're when you're giving to the Lord, He's He. You're a part of that, and God recognizes that too. So I just want to let you know about that. But yes, it all goes toward helping the homeless, and um, and you don't have to give a hundred dollars. You can give whatever you want to afford to give. If you want to do ten, if, twenty, if, whatever if you. Two want. of you want to give fifty. That adds up to 100. That'll take care of it. <laughs> well, folks, um, I hope you enjoyed the topic tonight of making excuses. We all make it at times, so we need to stop doing that and just give it all over to God and let God see where he wants to put us in life. I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors, uh, Javier over there at Sombreros. Hey, Javier, thank you for you and your family for uh, blessing us with the food. We thank you for all which you and your family do. We also want to give uh, Kim and Kim and Anna out there over at Goodwill. Hey, guys, uh, Kim and Anna, we really appreciate you helping us out, giving the clothing. And we want to give a shout-out to Stephen Forsythe, the Alcohol Westland Church. Hey, Steve, thank you for you blessing us at the homeless. And also, Jeremy and Tim over at Skyline. Hey, Jeremy and Tim, thank you for all what you do for the homeless, too. Hey, folks, I hope this uh, message is enriching you today. Um, uh, it, it sure did to me, and I hope that God will always, and I know he will, always bless you and love you. You have a good night. Thank you for listening to Cornerstone Radio. Join us again next week at the same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and general contributions are always welcome and will make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org.